son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Why am I with Seabus Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. Seabus, for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, visit seabussuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, write it out. This is the final word, World Cup Daily, day four. With Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Seabus Super, the industry super fun hitting your retirement for six. Visit seabussuper.com.au. And Jeff, this time yesterday we said we just want a game of cricket, which is alive at 5pm. Well, this one today between Bangladesh and South Africa was alive at half past six. Tell us all about it inside 30 seconds. <laughs> it was alive. All right, my 30 seconds starts now. Bangladesh beat South Africa and never looked like they wouldn't beat South Africa. They were comfortable with the bat. They put on a massive partnership through the middle, thanks to Shakib and Mushfika, the, the old firm. After a fast start, they made 330. And then South Africa never really looked like they were going to get there. They got past 300 in the end, but they made only 309. They ended up 21 short. And uh, Bangladesh have pulled off the first massive upset, and they just looked a better team. Spot on. Beautifully done. You're getting better at these. We're both getting better at these. The, what... Uh, what a, what a great day to be at the cricket. Uh, the Bangladeshi fans, uh, I was reading today about how many tickets they've bought for Cricket World Cup 2019. The atmosphere was astonishing, especially when they were taking those wickets towards the end. I was sitting with the fans down there. Uh, it was a very special moment. I mean, they are just some of the, the best cricket people we ever have. 
I'll tell you what, though, the atmosphere at the back end of the batting innings was just as good because oh, yeah. they'd had a, a big partnership through the middle, but it was a solid sort of one. They'd got up to about 250 by the time Mushfiqa got out. Bangladesh of old could have fallen over for 280 or so, but Mahmoudullah come out, uh, came out. The, the fella who made a couple of hundreds in the 2015 World Cup. Yep. Big Mama, Mama Dula's going to knock you out. Um, <laughs> was that LL Cool J? I think. Oh they, God, I I'll leave that one to you. Yeah. Um, and and he was outstanding. Smashed a quick forty-five. Got some uh, good support from Mossadegh Hussain as well, who's a nice clouter with the bat. And everything that happened, the crowd were going off. Uh, not just boundaries, singles, wides, the lot. The forever maligned Mossadegh Hussain, I might add. He's always in and out of the side. I can't understand he's such a talent. He helps stick the landing. Um, some crucial partnerships. That's where we'll take the player of the day, I think, because there are some very logical candidates. Well, there are a couple. I mean, Shakib got the man of the match because of his innings of 75, but he was also very important with the ball. I thought his bowling was the key just to really squeeze South Africa and derail them through the middle. Yeah, in his first eight overs, he didn't go for more than a run of balls. We took some tap there, had a catch dropped off him, came back at the end. Of course, the, the all-important wicket of Markram there too. We pinned on the back foot and slipped through the gate as well. So, um, Shakib Al-Hassan, uh, such a decorated career for such a long time, one of the most top-ranked all rounders in the world, which he currently is in this format of the game. Um, seeing him at the end of the game um, and seeing how elated that he was, you can you can just sense that he's been always a, a massive fish in a relatively small pond, but this Bangladesh side keeps getting better. They just won a tri-series a couple of weeks ago where they beat the West Indies three times, so we really shouldn't be surprised. And he, he's ready, you know, his body is ready. He, yeah. he, was, he said in his post-match interview, I've been to four World Cups, we've pulled off plenty of upsets before, but, you know, we came into this expecting to do better this time, and on their performance today, you know, they looked like a side who could beat anybody. Now, the wicketkeeper, Mushfika Rahim, who of course captains the test side, he made 78 as well, so that was a crucial stand for the third wicket when they got really rolling and South Africa's bowling uh, tailed away somewhat, Jeff, especially in those middle overs. Yeah, I mean, they weren't smashing the ball around, but they were just finding a run everywhere. Almost every ball, there was a single. They did that classic, just cruise through the middle overs and collect, but, you know, collected a decent clip, and so they'd set things up that, you know, by the time those two were dismissed late in the piece, there was a lovely platform built and just ready to go. Uh, player of the day, I'm going to nominate Mustafiza Rahman. Whenever he's taken three wickets in an innings, Bangladesh have never lost, and that's exactly what he did today. Three for 67. Um, the wicket of JP Dumini, that was when the resistance was broken. Um, I love his celebration, which was almost non-existent. Just walk straight up the pitch like it's something he does every day. He's a young man with so much ahead of him. He's already got an amazing record at age 22. Um, already been playing, of course, in the IPL and in the shorter forms, but without a doubt, Bangladesh's most important bowler. And on days like today, you feel like he has the potential to become a superstar. Yeah, and he's he's just got that zip, that way he comes in, sort of left arm close to the stumps yeah. and zings it down. Uh, Imran Tahir picked up a couple of wickets as well and was very good today. Got the celebration out a couple of times. Some people are getting sick of it. If you're sick of Imran Tahir's celebration, you're sick of life. <laughs> you know, just time to just just shuffle off a, the the edge of a, a long drop into the sea because there's no point going on. He he's happiness personified. The other bowler who I'll raise is Safudin, who of course. Um, just when South Africa, who couldn't put a meaningful stand together, I think there was a 50 and a 40 and a 50 and a 40 to start, but then he came along and knocked over and Van Dusen, and then he picked up uh, another wicket there. I can't remember who it was now, but alas, he picked up two he in quick got, succession. He, he got Pe- uh, Pelequayo. Pelequayo, that's which right. Which was important because he can muscle a few 
you at the he end. Can. But also came back well because he got a bit of tap in his first couple of overs, yep. Sofudin. And he's young, he's 22, and he doesn't necessarily um, have that experience behind him. So he was able to come back and have that resilience. And what I particularly loved was the uh, his wicket celebration. was much more understated, but when, the se- when he got that second wicket, uh, filthy full toss, mind you, <laughs> caught it cover, he just stood there because the crowd erupted. He stood there, then he put his arms out wide. He kissed his hands, both hands, and then he just spread his arms to the crowd and just soaked it all in. And I thought, well, why not? Absolutely. These are massive stages. The Oval on a Sunday, the sun was shining. There were people everywhere. It was the only game being played today, and they've knocked off uh, uh, one of the big dogs of world cricket in South Africa who've lost two games, both at this ground. They're in serious strife. They've got India next as well. If they were to lose that and go 0-3, and three, they're, I mean, even winning every game from that point doesn't guarantee them a, a berth in the semi-finals. Yeah, exactly. You could make the semis with five wins if everyone beats everyone, and it's a, a sort of egalitarian World Cup, the, um, the, the, the Lennon and Trotsky World Cup, as we discussed <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. But you'd want six to be, you know, fairly feeling fairly safe, and even that might not quite do it. And they might have lost Lungi and Gidi. A hamstring injury prevented him bowling any more than four overs. He, um, he didn't end up needing to bat because they, yeah. they weren't all out. But but I guess uh, without him, who was so he was he bowled beautifully on Thursday, especially at the end at the back end with his slow balls. I mean they they're, they're yet further depleted. They don't have Dale Stain yeah. yet. It looks like a really tough road for them. A, a sort of mid middle minor injury is almost the worst one because you know if you've if you've done a longer term one, you know you take that player out of the squad. If it's like a two week injury, do you take them out of the squad yeah. because you could use them at the back end? But uh, so you potentially lose one of your most quality operators being replaced by someone who's not as good, but um, otherwise you have to cobble your way through two weeks without them. It's such a tough one. The final word, Hall of Fame, World Cup Daily Hall of Fame, uh, where there's going to be plenty of nominations from today. I mean, why don't you, why don't you set us off there, Jeff? I, I mean, I kind of jumped the gun because that, that celebration, the Cypherdin celebration <laughs> was gorgeous. It was so understated and it was, it was sort of humble, but he was just saying, how good is it to be here, standing in the middle of this ground? Yeah. Uh, and... and being at that age and having all of those people cheering for you, my God, what a feeling. That was gorgeous. A, a nomination for the stuffed tigers around the ground. Jeff, you and I took a stuffed tiger around the United we Kingdom have history in, in 2015 where we took one to, I don't know how many venues, but it played a major role in several of our videos that summer. Um, so I felt uh, I felt a link to the to the many, many patrons here today who were carrying their tigers around. We somehow inherited it from a, an Airbnb in Cardiff. It definitely went... swingers, wasn't it? It may, may well have been. Yeah, well, was. That, 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 was our, that was our theory. <laughs> it, it definitely went to Sophia Gardens it went to Headingley and it went yeah. to Old Trafford um, I can't remember which other venues but I'm, I'm sure you can find it I also can't there. remember where we left it so if it's still out there I think we left our phone number on it anyway my nomination is the captain of Bangladesh Mashrafa Motaza, who has been such a dominant fixture of this side for so long he's 35 years of age he was part of the side that beat Australia at Cardiff in 2005 go all the way back to the start of his career he picked up Adam Gilchrist league before wicket for a duck that day and I interviewed him a couple of years ago when he told this great story about how when they won that night they went around Cardiff in a limousine they had a limousine rented for them and, and that's what they did today when they won my, I, I immediately focused on him sharing a massive hug with Shaky Al Hassan the other veteran of this side and knowing they'd achieved something really special uh, and, and as far as I'm concerned if they can do that a few more times I say bring out the limo again because they would have deserved it and there's no reason why they can't be there in the final four as they were in the Champions Trophy two years yeah, ago that's exactly right my last nomination would just have been the crowd down at this end cheering for a wide while while they were batting as though they'd just won the World Cup umpire puts his arms out and they went up yes another run oh my god it was it was incredible but yeah I think I think Mashrafe Mortaz are in a limousine is in the Hall of Fame he's in the final word Hall of Fame for today at some point we're going to talk
talk to him on the final web before the end of this World Cup. We, we've got to clarify that um, that we're outside the Oval. So we, we've taken a, a, a promise to record this wherever it is that we happen to be at the time That, that once we get out of a game. And so yesterday it was in a car on the motorway in the, in the back of a moving vehicle. Today it's, it's uh, outdoors so you can hear all kinds of beeping of reversing things and trash blowing down the street and probably get heckled by passers-by but yeah we, we've hidden away in a corner outside the ground uh, there were a lot of a lot of people that had a lot to drink yesterday not so much today with the Bengal- bangladesh audience and a lot of the yeah. south africans went home early I, I saw a bunch of them outside before so no concerns there that was a strategic point um made to me by a, a sort of professional sports goer in england who, who said the best games to go to are bangladesh games there's no line at the bar and everyone's much nicer you know <laughs> so so get down to a bangladesh game if you can outstanding that's a nice time to take a break on the final word we'll Cut Daily. Now, a quick word about our sponsors, Jeff. Have you ever thought about your dream retirement? I have literally never thought about any kind of retirement. <laughs> well, are you keeping an eye on your super? Are you confident you're with the fund that has your best interests at heart? If I'm completely honest, I don't think I even know what fund I'm with or if I have super. <laughs> okay, well, this is very important information for you. Did you know that CBUS is an award-winning industry super fund run to benefit members rather than profit shareholders? So, for example, this year, CBUS won the CanStar Most Satisfied Customers Super Fund Award. That does sound like a deeply satisfying experience. <laughs> well, they've put their members' interests first for 34 years, and it shows. Their My Super option has returned an average of 9.29% over that time. That actually does sound like something I should investigate. <laughs> so consider CBUS today. Visit cbussuper.com.au. And remember that past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. <laughs> You've always wanted to do that. Final word, World Cup Daily, Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon for Seabus Super. What's next? What's next? For Bangladesh, as we mentioned, they've got a massive, massive game at the same venue in a couple of days against New Zealand. The side they actually eliminated from the Champions Trophy two years ago over in Cardiff, chasing about 280. So they've got form. They're in good nick. If they beat New Zealand, they're well on their way. Ah, absolutely. I mean, they wouldn't necessarily have penciled those two in, but notched those two wins early, and then they can look at a couple of games against Sri Lanka and Afghanistan and so on that they'd fancy themselves to get up for. So that one could be fascinating. New Zealand have had the wood on them in recent times, but Bangladesh have pulled out a couple of good performances in New Zealand in the last few years, made 500-odd in a test match there as well, and so... You never know. We're not going to a game tomorrow, remarkably. We're going to stay in London and do some work here. And watch it on the telly. Our weekly podcast. We're going to watch cricket on the TV. Imagine that. Imagine not being at the ground. I know, right? Trent Bridge is where the game's going to be between England and Pakistan. England, the red-hot favourites. They could do what... Bangladesh have done to South Africa today and, and make it very hard for Pakistan to progress? Well, they, they could, but they're also very big on just sort of trying to talk themselves up. They're like, oh, we're going to pick Archer and Wood. We're going to get our fastest bowlers because you guys, guys can't play fast bowling. We're going to play it at the smallest ground. We're going to play it on the same pitch. Same pitch, the yeah. They were pushing around the story that it's going to be the same pitch as the 481 That's pitch, right. as though it's going to just magically give you 400 runs. Um, well, you still got to go out there and get the runs. As for South Africa, we mentioned before, they play India on Wednesday at Southampton, which is, which is huge. A tough tough fixture to back Huge. up after losing both of their games in London. We'll be at that on Wednesday. India's, and also, it's India's first game, South Africa's third, yeah, and, weird, in, and India could knock South Africa out of the cup with their first game. 
quite the scalp it would be. That's about enough from us, Jeff. It's been a wonderful, wonderful day at the Oval. This has been the final word. Anything to add, Jeff? I'll look over to you there. We've got our, we'll do our weekly show in oh, the yeah. next couple of days, the longer weekly show, which is not brought to you by CBUS, brought to you by our excellent patron people on patreon.com slash the final word. You can check that out as well. This has been the World Cup Daily, the final word World Cup Daily. With Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon signing off from the Oval. Thanks to CBUS. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran into empty broke this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS My Super option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.